tocándole al balón Zidane. Entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos. Toca por dentro. Aparece Ronaldo. Apaga el primer disparo. Hola Madridistas, this is the American Madridista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on September 15th, 2021 from New York City. Real Madrid kicked off its 2021-2022 Champions League campaign today in the San Siro emerging 1-0 victors against Inter Milan for the first game of group stage play. It was a scoreline that was deceptive in that Madrid was quite fortunate to win after a first half which saw them completely under siege and had it not been for Thibaut Courtois, they might have found this game killed off before the halftime whistle. But Courtois' individual brilliance kept them in the game. The team came to life a bit in the second half and ultimately they were able to steal the victory in the 89th minute thanks to a Rodrigo goal that gave them their third straight victory against Inter Milan in this competition and their first three points of group stage play. Madrid came out in its tried and true 4-3-3 formation with David Alaba returning to the lineup to partner with Militao in the central defense. Nacho moved over to the left back and Carvajal was the right back. Modric, Casemiro, and Valverde were the midfield three. Benzema, Vinicius, and Lucas Vasquez were up front. And Thibaut Courtois, as always, was in front of the goal. The first half ended up being an exercise in survival for Madrid as Inter was the clearly more dominant and dangerous side. After a first few minutes of cagey play from both teams, Inter got out onto the break consistently down the right-hand side, seemingly trying to exploit Nacho as the left back. And in doing so, they got themselves deep into the final third repeatedly into the box and created a number of good opportunities to get on the scoreboard. Whether it was by crosses that hit their mark in the box or by cleverly taking passes through the Madrid defense that had recovered on the break, they seemed to always get the ball into the box to the right man at the right time to leave Thierry Courtois as the last line of defense for Madrid. But sure enough, Courtois answered that challenge and time after time in the first half, he made a key save with cat-quick reflexes to keep Inter Milan out of the back of the net. The highlight of his first half performance had to have been the save he made of a Arturo header in the 19th minute that looked like a certain goal was coming in low and hot, but he reacted absolutely perfectly to deny the goal. Unfortunately for Madrid, Inter Milan was not only good on offense but defensively as well as they were well organized and frustrated Madrid consistently throughout that first half in their attempted attacks. Inter recovered well on all of the breaks in transition, got numbers behind the ball, and forced Madrid to operate primarily in the wide areas and outside of the box. The likes of Vinicius weren't able to cut inside off of their runs into the final third. You had Benzema forced into a deeper, more playmaking role outside of the box. Modric couldn't find the passing lanes and he was playing balls more east to west and making incisive passes to initiate attacks. And as a result, most of Madrid's chances in that first half weren't clear whatsoever. You had most of the shots being blocked. Benzema got blocked a couple of times. The likes of Casemiro were forced into shots from distance because good opportunities were few and far between. 
Luka Modric was unable to find passing lanes in which to make incisive passes. The crosses that were coming in from the wide areas were unable to find any intended targets in the box because Inner's players were parked in there defending well. And it just looked like Madrid was not going to be able to find the pathway that they needed to get to the goal. They actually did have one good opportunity to arise for them in the 36th minute when Modric crossed into Militao, but he headed wide when he should have done better given the space that he had around him. And it just looked like there they had squandered the one great opportunity that they had to get onto the scoreboard. On the other end of the pitch, Inter continued to break well on Madrid, troubling the Madrid defense in transition. And once they got the ball into the final third, their link-up play, which was fantastic all game, gave Madrid problems. The last few minutes of that first half was particularly tough for Madrid as Inter Milan got off a host of shots in quick succession. Dzeko forced Courtois into a save with a shot from the top of the box. Brozovic got a shot off soon after that that was blocked. Barella had a shot that just missed wide soon after that. And it seemed like Madrid was just lucky to have the halftime whistle blow when it did because Inter Milan looked like they were certain to get on the scoreboard with the way they were pressuring Madrid's defense. Now things improved markedly for Madrid in the second half in a way that had me thinking that Ancelotti told his team that the best defense is a good offense. Madrid had far more possession of the ball and demonstrated far more attacking purpose in the second half as you had players running into the final third. Down the left hand side it was Vinicius, on the right hand side it was Valverde and once they got the ball into that final third they linked up well with their teammates and began to generate a number of good chances for themselves to get onto the scoreboard. Crosses and passes into the box started to find players. The shots started to come from closer to goal. They started to be on to the target. The defensive interventions by Inter seemed to be less comfortable than they had been in the first half. The keeper had to start making some saves. And with this approach, it not only looked like Madrid was going to be more likely to get on the scoreboard, it also prevented Inter Milan from getting out onto the break and putting pressure on that Madrid back line with the frequency that they had been able to do so in the first half. That's not to say that it was total one-way traffic in Madrid's favor, as Inner still did put that back line to the test on a couple of instances. Courtois was forced to demonstrate his reflexes and make another world-class save after a rocket header. Carvajal had to track back a couple of times to thwart Inter breaks in the final third, getting into the box to deny the final ball. Alaba and Militao had to make some clearances of balls into the box, but relative to what seemed like an onslaught of attack in the first half, Madrid's defense was much more comfortable in the second half, contending with what Inner had to offer on the offensive side of the pitch. Without question, it was Madrid that was the better of the two sides offensively in the second half, and Ancelotti would emphasize the attack-minded nature of Madrid's play by making two key substitutions, bringing on Rodrigo for Lucas Vasquez in the 65th minute and Eduardo Camavinga for Luka Modric in the 80th minute. Two younger guys with fresh legs to run at the Inter Milan defense, and that's exactly what they did. Rodrigo had a couple of good runs at players down the right-hand side, taking them on and drawing fouls in a way that mirrored how Vinicius was playing on the other side of the pitch. And with the likes of Valverde and Benzema also running into the final third, Inter Milan's back line found themselves under pressure in that final 20 minutes. They would finally give into it in the 89th minute when Valverde and Camavinga played a wonderful 1-2 down the left-hand side of the box. And Camavinga, after having received Valverde's pass with one touch, crossed it into the center of the box for Rodrigo to slot the ball home with a wonderfully taken volley past the keeper's left-hand side towards the far post to give Madrid the 1-0 lead. 
it was a beautiful and perfect instance of link-up play that was necessary to break down the Inter Milan defense, but one that Madrid had been building up towards over the second half, and certainly that goal was deserved given the run of play over the final 45 minutes. Inter Milan certainly had to feel hard done given how they played in the first half, and it's certainly fair to say that they deserved something from the game, but I roll with Madrid, so I can't say I feel at all sorry for them. And I'm happy to see the Whites take all three points to get the Champions League campaign started off on the right foot. And then Ronaldo! Oh! What a Cristiano Ronaldo! Sensational! Let's get into the individual player performances starting up front. I had Kareem Benzema as a seven performer, not as effective as he was on Sunday in the league game, naturally because he didn't score three goals. But I still think he did good work for Madrid, particularly in the second half in which he acted in a playmaking role in service of the wings. I think that's something that he's familiar with, obviously playing with the likes of Ronaldo and Bale in the first iteration of Carlo Ancelotti's Madrid. So he settled back into that role pretty comfortably. Worked hard as always. I had him as a seven. Vinicius I also had as a seven performer. He had a number of threatening runs down the wing, especially in the second half. Got himself into the box, had two good chances with space, but he was a little bit slow in taking his chances. And as such, the shots were saved and blocked respectively. But I still think he showed some good stuff. He was productive and put that Inter Milan back line under pressure in that second half. So he gets a seven. Lucas Vasquez on the other side, I thought was a five performer didn't have as much impact as Vinicius did on the wing. He always is willing to track back and work hard, but in the end, he offered very little in attack. And I actually thought Valverde was more effective running into the spaces that he should have been running into. So he gets a five. In the midfield, I had Luka Modric as a six. Did not think he was as impactful in organizing the Madrid attack as we've seen him be. Certainly Inter Milan's defensive organization contributed to frustrating him in that regard forcing him to make more east-west passes as opposed to those incisive vertical passes. He didn't go on many runs forward as well. I certainly wouldn't say that he was anonymous or ineffective in the game, but he just didn't have the kind of impact that we ordinarily see him have, such as the standard that he sets for himself. So he was a six. Casemiro I had as a seven. I thought his performance was improved from that in Sunday's game. I thought he played with more energy, more physical presence defensively in the midfield. And I give him credit for recognizing the difficulty with which Madrid was going to get shots in that first half when he took that shot from distance when he recognized the moment of space opening up in the inter-defense. So I give him a seven. Valverde I had as an eight performer. I thought he was Madrid's best midfielder in the game. He continuously ran into space down the right-hand side in those spaces that Vasquez should have been running into, and I thought he was highly effective in doing so. He played some balls into the box, and he had that beautiful one-two with Kamavinga in the 89th minute that led to Madrid's game-winning goal. He was fantastic, an eight performance for him. In the back, Nacho I thought was a six as the left back. He looks much more comfortable to me as a central defender than a wingback, but Alaba is the better central defender, so he had to move over to the left. I thought Inter repeatedly targeted him down the right-hand side in that first half. They got balls in deep behind him to create chances for themselves, and so he was definitely the mark in that first half for Madrid when they found themselves under pressure defensively, so he gets a six. 
David Alaba I had as a seven performer. I thought he was solid in central defense, had some timely interventions, particularly in the second half in which he cleared balls crossed in from the wide areas. So he gets a seven. Militao was a six performer for me. He most notably had Madrid's best chance to score in the first half, but he headed wide from that Modric cross. I don't think he had any of the glaring errors that we've seen from him in some of his La Liga appearances, but he wasn't as effective as Alaba in central defense, so he gets a six. Carvajal as the right back was a seven performer. He had a bad early giveaway that let Inter Milan loose into the box, but he recovered well from that. And thereafter, for the rest of the game, he was pretty solid in defense, particularly tracking back to thwart those Inter Milan breaks in the final stage to deny goal-scoring opportunities, so he gets a 7. The substitutes. Rodrigo was an 8 performer in his limited action. I thought he was aggressive right from the jump, had runs down the wing, taking on multiple players, drawing fouls, and getting himself into the final third. He played some wonderful balls into the central areas from deep on the wings. And then, of course, his wonderfully taken volley in the 89th minute won Madrid the game. He was an 8 performer. Camavinga was a 7 performer in his limited action, once again making the most of his time on the pitch. He had a perfectly executed giving goal with Valverde down the left-hand side of the box, and then he skillfully crossed it into Rodrigo to take his game-winning shot. You have to be encouraged by what you've seen from him thus far. As young as he is, he is not at all intimidated by wearing the Madrid shirt and playing in Madrid's biggest games. He was a 7 performer. Finally, Asensio was the last substitute for the last minute of the game, and as such, he gets no rating because he pretty much came on just to come right back off at the final whistle. Thibaut Courtois was the man of the match indisputably, as Madrid would not have won this match had it not been for his several world-class saves in that first half, which kept Madrid in the game. He followed it up with more saves in the second half, as well as interventions of Inter Milan crosses that were well-read. He did not take a bad step all game. Madrid's best player on the day, he was a nine performer. In the end, Ancelotti is always going to be pleased with taking three points from a group stage match away from home, especially against a vaunted opponent such as Inter Milan, the reigning Serie A champions. But nonetheless, he still has to be concerned with some of Madrid's defensive vulnerabilities. Certainly, they didn't make the number of individual errors that they had made in Sunday's game. But still, Inter Milan had plenty of chances. And had it not been for Courtois, this game would have been done and dusted by halftime as they certainly had two or three opportunities that looked certain to go into the back of the net. However, even with that said, Madrid showed on the other end of the pitch that they remain ever potent in attack and that if you don't kill them off, they will make you pay with their quality as they did today to Inter Milan in the 89th minute to break their hearts. As organized as Inter was defensively, Madrid still found the way to put pressure on them and ultimately break them down to get the goal. And that just served to reaffirm that opposition are going to be hard pressed to keep a clean sheet against this Real Madrid side. Three in the box waiting for the cross and it was Bale! Oh, what about that? What about that from Gareth Bale? Up next for Madrid, they have another big early season test as they head away to Valencia on Sunday for a top-of-the-table clash in La Liga. Valencia are level with Madrid with 10 points from four games, but they have only conceded two goals in those games, which means that Madrid will be faced with yet another formidable defensive opponent. 
Last season, Madrid split the two games with Valencia getting absolutely crushed away from home 4-1, but winning 2-0 at home. So while you wouldn't say that this is a must-win game given how early it is in the Liga season, you would have to say that with Madrid's title aspirations and Valencia's position in the table, Madrid has to get a result from this game. Hopefully, ideally, all three points. So the next time I will talk to you guys will be after that game has concluded on Sunday. So until then, as always, Hala Madrid. Real Madrid 2, Leverkusen 1.